So, uh, how's it going, everyone? Today's episode of uh, It's Not That Bad Movie Reviews, episode three. Sure. Ah, oh, shoot. Episode yeah. three. Three or four. Yeah, well, we'll get it right the next time. Yeah. <laughs> episode three. Today we're reviewing uh, Shark Night, which uh, this was Grant's idea, I want to add. Yep, it was my idea. I love this movie. And... Last time we started during the quarantine, and now we're doing it during quarantine and rioting. Uh, yes, we are. So, I mean, it's just, it's going downhill from here, so. It's going downhill, but we got these movies to look forward to. Oh, boy. But you know what? I'll give it to you. This one was, it wasn't that bad, in my opinion. Better than freaking Ghost of Mars. I mean. Better than fucking Hellboy. Listen. But they'll have to wait till the next one for that. <laughs> All right, so just to kind of give everyone uh, an idea here, so we have a budget of $25 million, and actually they made money here, so box office $41.4 million, which I could have sworn they lost money on this one, but I guess I, guess it, I was wrong. It's a low-budget horror movie. They're going to make money somehow. Yeah, but, but geez, I was just say with the amount of CGI and whatnot thrown in there, I mean... Very little. If you paid attention, there's not a lot. Other than the sharks? Yeah, and they're very small portions of the movie. Okay, okay. So, um, as we were talking about before, uh, we have our uh, star-studded cast of um, Sarah Paxton, Dustin McGillan, and uh, I, I want to add this one, Joel David Moore, who I finally figured out <laughs> was in uh, one of my favorite movies. Which, by the way, I thought he was in Scooby-Doo. I thought he was Shaggy at first. No, you're thinking of Matthew Lillard. Yeah, see, that's yeah. where I messed up. Yeah, no, that'd be a real star. But Joel David Moore, he's got Avatar under his belt, Dodgeball, your Yeah, your I was going to say, movies. my favorite Dodgeball. And then you got Final Girl, Hatchet, a bunch of shitty horror movies that are somehow good. But as far as the rest of the cast goes, I didn't really... Really? You don't know Sarah Paxton? Not a... Not a big movie buff. Last House on the Left? You know what? You've never seen Aquamarine? I've not seen Aquamarine. It's a shitty movie where she plays a mermaid. How can you not see it? <laughs> Is this going to be on a future episode or what? No, probably not. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Unless you like mermaid love stories, in which case it's pretty good. Well, you think I'm some sort of freak or something? Yeah. Merma mermaid love stories? I mean, hey, mermaid top half or bottom half. I'll go top half. <laughs> top half fish. Fucking <laughs> 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 a fish head. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, mind your business. Mind your business. So who's we got? So it, who, anybody else important that I'm... Oh, yeah, the, the sheriff. What's the sheriff's name again? That's what I need to look. He was I, Saban. Donald Logue. Donald Logue? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the guy who I was telling you was in... Uh, what was the movie I was telling you he was in? Oh, he was oh, in my. Ghost Rider. He was in... Ghost Rider. See, I'm seeing Sons of Anarchy, Vikings. Yeah, I don't know about all those. Law and Order. Yep, I haven't seen any of those. But Ghost Rider, are you sure about that? Yeah, he was the engineer in Ghost Rider. He was uh, Nick Cage's friend. See, that's what I need to I need to figure out here. But, yeah, you know what? Confirmed. I just see it right here. And what was the one that Co I Co-starred with Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider. What's up? What was the one that I was texting you about? Well, there's Max Payne. Um, no, I don't know those. Zodiac. 
the one you texted me about, I I could pull it up, but all right, well. Let's... But the, anyways, like I just wanted to say though, I mean, for me not really knowing anyone except uh, Joel David Moore. I mean, I didn't know this was such a uh, a hot cast here. Who did you Who did you find? Well, I'm trying to find up uh, the movie that I texted you about that he was in because that was one that, like surprised me that I remembered. Oh, he was in Blade. That's it. Blade. Yeah, he was the guy in the beginning of the nightclub uh, in Blade. And, you know, best opening to any vampire movie that I can remember. Like, you know, where the shower, like, sprays blood over everybody and then Blade comes in and kills everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, like, the main vampire in that nightclub. Yeah. So anyways, I guess, um, see, now I feel bad because when I first watched the movie, I went, what a piece of junk. Bunch of no-names. Bunch of, now I'm over here like, wow, this is... It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, this cast pretty good. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Dennis. Dennis, yes. Was in, uh, what was it? Chris the Carmack. Yeah, he was in the OC or uh, the Crazy Anatomy, Nashville. Like yeah, I'm, I recognized him from, you know, like shitty TV shows. Mm-hmm. And then Red, probably nothing. <laughs> it says he also appeared in the Butterfly Effect 3, which I want to add, I don't think I've seen two or three. I saw two. Good. Nope. Should have stopped after one. Damn it. I'll say one was pretty dang good. One was good. Two was terrible. Same cast? No. Okay. God, no. Okay. I guess. It's an entirely different person who has all the same powers as Aston Kutcher to, like, go back in time. And I think I think one of them, like, they had to be in a bath to do it. It was, it was weird. There's, like, four butterfly effects, I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. It's, it's bad. I, I don't remember exactly details because mm-hmm. I tried to purge it from my memory. It's bad. Yeah. Well, regardless, I guess uh, we'll hop into this one here. So, um, I guess you want me to go ahead and uh, start the, uh, the, the our great opening act for Shark Act. Or, fuck Shark Act. Shark Night. Yeah, that's saying in. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Hopping straight in. There we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, we start with title sequence. Sharks, you know, swimming around in some blood. They yep. got the blood lit scenes where sharks are like going from place to place they see like somebody's legs i think you see them like eating fish and sometimes attacking humans yeah Uh, but then after that we find a girl this was just a really weird directing or acting choice Uh, i I was gonna say we have our standard ass shot from the water well yeah it was an ass shot for water but did you notice that she was just kind of jiggling and bouncing in the same yeah spot i did notice that she was just like la 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 like slapping the water and yep it's like so who, I said, who the fuck does that? Your standard, like you're kind of jumping up and down. Yeah, Ma- she's like jumping up and down, just hot girl in a making know, them cheeks jump. You a know, water based movie. Yeah, <laughs> making them cheeks jump, <laughs> clapping them cheeks. <laughs> to where I thought, obviously, you know, they make it look like a shark's about to come and eat her, and then her boyfriend picks her up and yeah, puts ah. her, puts her. Do you like? Put her on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then immediately steals her top, and yep. then. Before you get any boob, just immediately puts it back on. Basically, so, basically from what I saw, you're just being an asshole, and she's like, "Ah, stop!" And he's like, "Nah, go get your top." I'm for, like, oh, for sh-. me, kind of subverted your kind of expectation that it's gonna be like another, you know, horror movie where it's just girl topless and stuff like that, but they never show it. Yeah, which you know, usually that's kind of downfall of like horror movies like Piranha 3D and all that stuff, where you get just nothing but nude college girls. Which yes. are really like thirty-year-old models. <laughs> Which, like we talked about beforehand, I thought this was gonna be almost like a piranha type movie, but I, w- I was not. I was happy with it. Yeah. yeah. Although piranha, it has its moments. It has its like 
crazy shits going on moments. Yeah. But anyways, we cut to uh, her boyfriend, which I don't think we get a name for anyone really, but he yeah, gets out of the water to go to his van or RV, whatever it is. Yeah, it's like one of those super old airstreams, like those old RVs. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, you know the name of it. Yeah, to where, unfortunately, our uh... oh, and also, how far away is this? How far away is the RV or the trailer? He goes like twenty feet away and is just immediately death. Yeah, he's probably inside, uh, using the shooter. I don't know. Because like twenty feet away, she gets attacked by a shark and just screaming for help. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You yeah. don't hear him be like, oh, my God, Jesse, how the fuck is this happening? Whatever. Yeah. But she attempts to climb out onto this, like, buoy thing, immediately gets dragged back under. Yeah, ripped back into the water. I was like, oh, son. Yep. I thought she was about to escape. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Not here. Or at least, like, you know, I thought she was going to make, like, halfway up the, the ladder and then get, like, jump sharked attacked or something like that, which you don't yeah. get until later, unfortunately. Which, by the way, was total bullshit, I want to add. Oh, you mean the the later part where that <laughs> yeah. happens? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it was. It was bullshit. Uh, but she gets killed. Title sequence. That's done. And then now we transition over to Nick. No, it's first Malik walking around, slapping his papers in, papers in his hand at the college. Yep. Uh, and to then... where Gordon and Nick... Well, Gordon's playing video games. Nick is studying for med school. Yeah, kind of Gor- gives us our first introduction to these characters. Yeah, Gordon's playing the video games, and... It's kind of like the horror movie cliche of the one roommate who's like a stoner playing video games, like not one to study at all, yep. and the other one who's super into studying. Like, yo, bro, can you shut up? I'm trying to study. Yep. And then I, th- I thought at first, I gotta say, they pleasantly surprised me because I forgot before I watched this movie again. I thought that Malik was gonna be like, Nick, you're doing all my tests and homework for me. Like, you fucked me on this or something like that. But it was just that he was tutoring him. Yeah. To where I thought that was great where he came in and said, you know, I told you I need to pass my classes. And what what would he say? Well, I don't know if the zip code was, but he's like, do I I don't want to go back to the, the 602 or whatever it was. Like, you know what happens there? Yeah, it's like the 402, 419 or whatever yeah, it was. Wherever, yeah, wherever he's from. And, you know, Nick's obviously shitting his pants going, what the, you know, what, I, I thought I was doing good work. I thought I was helping you. And, and Gordon's like in the background like, yeah, Nick, you don't want to go back to the 402, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like egging him on. Oh, man, you knew I needed a C to keep my scholarship. And without my rod, I'm ghost. No degree. And I'm back living in the 410. And I told you about the 410. He did tell you about the 410. Thanks, Gordon. But with that, like, uh, also, uh, Malik was, like, saying how, you know, he has to get, like, a C to maintain his scholarship and stuff. Yep. But a little bit later on, they say that he's, like, getting ready to get drafted. Top 10 pick, yeah. Yeah, so does it not really matter then? Now you're asking the wrong person when it comes to or if, maybe if like, grades matter to get drafted. I mean, or maybe they're like sophomores and they have a couple more years to go. And could be, yeah, yeah. could be, yeah. But then uh, with that, uh, basically, this starts a trend. I don't know if you noticed it of Nick getting faked out. Like Nick throughout this entire movie just gets faked out. Yeah, yeah. Like Sarah will do it to him. Malik, everybody just like says one thing and then it's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, playing like, him for a fool. Oh, and I don't know if you caught it. So when Gordon was trying to get Nick to come over and play video games with him, mm-hmm. they're playing Halo. Yeah. And Gordon says, 
well, I just signed you in, and you're going to start losing gamer points. Put the books down and relax for a second. Look, I can't relax, Gordon, all right, because not all of us are on the seven-year graduation program. Not really hearing you because I just logged you in, and you're losing gamer points. Dude, it took me six months to get this. Yes, points. it did. Get involved. Hey, boys, you shit the bed. I got a new partner who actually knows how to flank. So long. I saw that, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was just like, ugh. Now, that was a point I was going to ignore because I'm just like... Once again, I'm thinking, yeah, some cheap movie, yeah, whatever. They didn't even. I know. I don't care. I know why it happened, though. Do you? No. So basically, whenever you see a TV in any movie, they're just playing a green screen on that TV. They'll put in whatever they want later. Mm -hmm. They probably were looking for sponsorships of what game to put on there, or they were just going to make up their own CGI like bullshit game. Yeah. But ultimately, they probably got Halo to send them a couple of bucks to be the game in the movie. So they probably just put super generic gamer terms to kind of hype it up yeah yeah fair enough but with that when they talk about the so malik now invites gordon and nick to go ahead and go to uh sarah's lake house so they it's super weird editing they cut to sarah working out she doesn't have any exposition she doesn't say a goddamn word it's just to show off her ass i guess but it's on it's so hype by the way i want to go back to malik so uh we're going to, well, Sarah Palski is her name in the yeah, movie? Yeah, Sarah Palski. Sarah Palski. We're going to Sarah Palski's Lake and kind of, I guess, see, when I thought that, I'm thinking, okay, this is some, this is going to be some rager, some popular girl who, I guess, throws all these parties, but it was only, what, six, five or six of them that went ended up going? So, one, two, three, uh, four, five, yeah, it was six. Yeah. Yeah, so six people all just hanging out on a lake. Yeah. Maybe they were planning on inviting people later or, like, going to parties while they were there, yeah. but... When they but, say, like, Sarah Palski's house, like, you think, oh, this is, like, something where people do every year. They go back. She hasn't been back to her house in three years. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So Why is this a big deal? Small detail to me, but, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I guess in the beginning it, you know, just kind of sets up the expectation that it's going to be, like, a rager, like, everybody partying. But it it's, doesn't little, really mean little, it. A little kickback, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we cut to her, to, yeah, getting off the treadmill, just kind of, I guess... I don't know. There wasn't really much to it. I just she just yeah, got, it, gets off the treadmill and it was a super weird editing choice, just to kind of kick off going into other characters. Uh, and then we cut over to uh, Sarah's friends. So first one, Beth, is the one driving the car, uh, and then she gets a call or calls Maya, who's getting an ass tattoo. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that at first. She's like, I don't even know this guy's name, and you think like, oh, she's about to like have sex with some random dude, and then goes to a tattoo artist. She's like, okay, do me, and it's like, okay. Like, I get it, you know, you're a horror uh-huh, movie teen yeah. who's supposed to be getting fucked in the ass or something, but it's just weird. Who's getting fucked in the ass? What? It's it's a fucking play on words, whatever. Oh, okay. Or not play on words, a expression. I've never heard that expression before. All right, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'll probably cut this out so I don't look like a retard, okay? <laughs> it stays anyway. It probably stays. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, so after we get introduced to everybody, so just as a little quick run through, uh, oh, one more. We go ahead and cut over to an art class where a girl is tracing a nude model. Uh, the nude model is further introduced as Blake. Yep. So as of right now, we got Blake, the male model for the art class. We got Nick, the nerd. We got Gordon, kind of like the laid-back stoner guy. Uh, Malik, the athlete. Sarah, the hot girl who everybody just kind of barely knows. Like, as is explained, like, they've been friends for three years, but they don't really know much about her. Seems like the rich, popular girl in a way. Yeah. yeah. So then we got uh, Beth and Maya, and Maya is also known as, uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, Malik's girlfriend, who he wishes to make his fiance. Yep. Yep. So then after they all meet each other, they start getting packed into an SUV. And the best fake out of the movie, I would say, is Sarah goes to the back where Gordon and Nick are huddled together in the trunk of the SUV. And she's like, you guys got any room? They hurry to make room thinking, oh, this hot girl's going to sit in the back of us. And then Sherman comes up and jumps in. Good old Sherman. Sherman Sher- the little dog. Sherman the lab, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then as soon as that happens, they're like, oh, like downtrodden. Uh, well, like, that, well, that's not what we meant. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, they go ahead and get on the road. They have a montage that doesn't really fit the movie. Like, the music just kind of seemed off for some reason. Uh, but super quick montage, they go to the bake shop. And you want to outline the bake shop because it's one of the creepier parts of the movie? Yeah, so I guess the girls, uh, they go use the bathroom... To but which you may have this point as well. Have you ever seen a bathroom with no doors? Well, I noticed, yeah, the toilet didn't have a door on it. Yeah, yeah none of the toilets had any They're doors talking, on. and she just kind of is about to use it while the other girl's looking in the mirror right next to her. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I did notice that. Yeah, like I get that Sarah's like, you know, touching up her makeup or whatever. And Maya is sitting at, or it was Beth. Beth's sitting down and taking a pee. But what if Beth was like taking a you know, big shit. Like, that's just a really weird thing to have two people interacting in a open-air kind of bathroom. Yeah. And personally, you know, for me and you, and I was about to lay one down, I, I mean, it is what it is, Grant. I mean, you got... Oh. <laughs> you are talking about taking shit. I thought you were talking about jerking off over this. Jesus, like, no. What? I'm talking about taking, like, a massive shit. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to... I'm just going to let it happen, Grant. Well, yeah, but, you know, a guy's bathroom, if somebody's taking massive shit, you're just out of there you're not going in that's usually. true usually yeah but either way so the girls are in the bathroom girls in the bathroom nick and gordon are talking about you know what their plan is they're talking about oh well we gotta get um it's almost like the typical college not really college but the typical like i would say these teenagers about a party they're like oh well, yeah. we gotta get everyone drunk this and that or man i really want to sleep with this girl and that's kind of what their kind of what their plan is, you know. They're like, okay, so here's what we're gonna have to do. To where, now tell me if I'm I don't well, I guess tell me if I'm jumping ahead of myself. But they go to pay, to which we see the clerk is looking at a little monitor, and it's a camera in the girl's bathroom. So he's just kind of watching it while Nick and Gordon are like, well, what you watch? What you watching there, Buster? What you watching there, guy? You know, we got to pay for this stuff, and the guy kind of looks all annoyed and turns off his screen. It was such a long wait time, because yeah. they're like, what you watching there? And he just eyes focused on the TV yeah. screen, and then they, like, go to kind of lean in to try to see, and he turns it off real quick. And they're like, okay, that's creepy. I'm going to let you pay. I'm going to be outside. Yep. Yeah, and then only one thing missed inside the bathroom with Sarah and Beth. Uh, Sarah is talking to Beth about how she can't believe that she is fucking Blake or whatever. And apparently Blake spray tans his dick. Yep. Yeah. So that's the only other thing there. Okay. So basically we cut outside to uh, a, a, dis- a disagreement. A, yes. We cut outside to a disagreement between Malik and some local. That's awful sweet of you. What's that? Nothing to help sit up front like that. 
What the hell did you just say? Lucienta, Mama see to no Inglese. I could give you English lessons in the back of my truck if you like. What? What? Say it again. Give me an English lesson. Yeah, so basically we meet Dennis and Red to where Red is this hillbilly with shark teeth, as you described him, and Dennis is almost reminds me of this pretty boy type guy. Well, for first kind of glance, Red just looks to have, like, you know, standard redneck, like, fucked up teeth from, like, Hills Have Eyes and, like, all that stuff. Uh, but later on, you see they sharpen them to be super sharp. Yeah. Yeah, but um, Dennis, I don't know, he looks way too old, like, to be with this cast. He does, but when I said pretty boy, isn't that what kind of his backstory was? He was, like, this diver, this local diver, and all these girls would come and take his classes. And Well, the way that Sarah described it is that everybody else in town looked like Red, so Dennis was the next best thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, they come outside to where – now, I don't know if you have that written down, but Red says something to Malik. Yeah, so um... – Or is Malik – or is Red eyeing Malik, and Malik says something to Red saying, you know, what the hell are you looking at? So what happens is, like, Red is, like, leaning against his truck, being all, you know, racist redneck type of stuff, like, just kind of looking at him. Uh, Malik's, like, just getting off the phone. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Something like that. And then he's like, uh, I think he calls him a porch monkey, right? I don't know if he says. I don't know if he says a term. Yeah, but. Let me see if I wrote down what he said. Uh, characters in harassing Malik. No, he just says some racial. I I just said says some racial stereotypes. Yeah. So he says some racial stereotypes to Malik. Maya comes up and he like switches over to Mexican. Stereotypes. Yeah, I remember that. He's like, "Oh, Mamacita" or something like that. To where Malik is about to beat the fuck out of yeah. Red and Dennis, and then Sarah comes to the rescue. Sarah comes out, and this is when we find out that all these well, not all these characters, but Dennis and Red know Sarah mm-hmm. as she is from that town. Yeah, I don't know if she mentioned that she knew Red, but she at least knows Dennis. Dennis, yeah. And uh, comes out, and Dennis is, like, you know, shocked to see her there. Yep. Uh, which seems kind of weird, considering the later points in the movie. Like, you think he would have planned that he would have seen her at this point. Yeah. But, hey, no matter what, uh, he seems shocked to see her. They go ahead and have a brief little moment where she's like, yeah, I'm home, blah, blah, blah. They leave. Uh, basically, she kind of just explains it away as locals just being locals yeah which you know i guess but it's kind of still you know shitty for not stick up for them and be like hey can you guys cut that shit out it is it's it's a shitty situation but regardless we end up in one of my favorite parts here we go to the boat scene to where they get onto the boat to where once they're kind of out and sarah's piloting this boat the sheriff lights them up so before that and their nick punk out moment I'm going to have, like, a animation spinning for a Nick Bunkout moment or something. But uh, so th- they're driving the boat. Sarah turns to Nick and says, hey, you want to drive? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Gets up to go drive. She slams the throttle forward, so he, like, falls over. She's like, not yet, or we don't have insurance or something like that. That's that part I was telling you. That code, it reminded me of that Kodak Black video. Oh, yeah, I got to put that in here. <laughs> he's like, let me, let me drive the boat. Let me drive the boat. And then so they're driving the boat, and then 
to where the sheriff lights them up. And, you know, everyone's just kind of like, oh, crap. And they're trying to put all their beer away, you know, like, oh, shit, we, you know, we can't be caught with this. To which we're telling, all right, Sarah, you know, let's just pull over to where she punches it and tries to, I guess, escape the sheriff. It, it, what it seems like at first glance to where everyone's kind of freaking out going, oh, you know, what the fuck is going on? And then it pretty much, what, cuts to this boat chase through the water, through the bayou, not, not the bayou, but I don't know what you would call Close it. Close enough to a bayou. Yeah. But basically they just, you know, go ahead and have this boat chase where Sarah pulls into her family's dock. Uh, and then the sheriff immediately comes out doing the whole, you know, sheriff trying to act like a bad guy, but actually is, quote unquote, a good guy, at least at this moment. Yeah, to where he seems all cool going, oh, like, look who it is, little Sarah Polsky. No. Yep. And he's like, get out here, give me a hug. Like yeah. all this stuff. And showing that he's like a good friend of the family. He picks up his mom's her mom's mail and like sends it out and stuff. Uh, I don't really know because this is Sarah's like hometown where she grew up and stuff. Where are her parents? Like that's never really explained. Dad, yeah, I don't I don't think they explain that. They're yeah. out or whatever, but yeah. Maybe like vacationing or something, that's why the house is empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically the sheriff then grabs two beers for the road, slams one in front of him, and then gets back to work. Yep. And then they have a short little montage of them getting to their rooms. Uh, Beth and Maya going ahead and dancing while getting dressed. Uh, once again, subvert the kind of, you know, show tits thing in horror movies where they don't show it at all. They just show them from back. Mm-hmm. I think they may have done it to keep this movie PG-13 at one point. Mm-hmm. But they had all those curse words, so I don't think so. Yeah. But whatever. So they go ahead and now start chilling outside, playing by the pool. Uh, Malik and Nick are then getting ready to go ahead and go out on the boat and discuss that Sarah hasn't gone out on a date with anybody in over three years, which we learn the reason why, and that all the other kids have been worried about her, you know, kind of discussing what's been her deal this whole time. Yeah. Yep. And then during this, uh, Sarah and Sherman are playing by the beach, and she's tossing out some sticks or something and he's bringing it back uh and you see an underwater pov cam of something following sherman but it's just kind of a fake out gets out of the water no issues and then it cuts to when they go ahead and have beth and gordon playing in the pool blake comes out sprays his dick with some spray tan lotion or water or something like that and uh they basically just kind of hit on each other back and forth with gordon and beth kind of becoming a couple a little bit it doesn't really pay off at any point, but... Yeah, kinda. but it's kind of the girl he's going after. Yeah, like he's going after her and she's not immediately rejecting him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then we go ahead and go to the wakeboarding scene. You want to go ahead and lay that one out? Yeah, sure. So they go to the boat where Malik is on the wakeboard. You know, they're flying to the water. He's doing all these cool tricks, all these little stunts. and Which, by the way, I was super jealous. I've never done that before and I really want to. Have you ever gone skiing or anything like that? Nope. I think I did I've skiing. I've gone tubing. I've done skiing once when I was super young, and I get super seasick, so didn't turn out oh. well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. But yeah, so basically, they're going through the water, and Malik's doing all these little, not little, all these cool stunts to where I guess at some point they turn around and start heading back. Then we find out the shark is after Malik, and you can kind of see the shark is what, biting at the board? Or it's, like, hitting the board, and Malik's kind of looking back going, oh, shit. Yeah, it's either, like, biting or just kind of tapping him. Yeah, uh, and, he but, knows, and he knows that something is there. Yeah, and he's, like, yelling at them. Yeah, like, speed, speed up, speed, speed up. up. Yeah. But they're like, oh, he wants to go faster. Like, you know, all excited about it. Uh, but ultimately, Malik. Malik, what? So he ends up 
eating shit or falling off the board. Yeah, eat shit after getting touched. Yeah. To where, okay, they go, okay, he's off, he's off. Now everyone's looking, they're looking, okay, where's Malik? And his girlfriend Maya goes, oh, there he is. To where he's on the shore or swimming to the shore. And this part got me where he, like, stands up in front of Sarah. His right arm is gone. And he's just kind of like, oh, shit, or Sarah falls down. Yeah, I, I, I love the reveal where he's swimming towards shore. You don't see anything wrong right away. Slowly stands up. Sarah's, like, sun in her eyes, like, yeah. looking up. And then you just see Malik, like, slowly come into frame where he has, like, a dead eye look on him. Yeah. And then he's, like, reaching out with his arm that he actually has. He's, like, Sarah, and then, like, falls yep. over. Yeah, so initially at first, so, well, I guess initially <clears throat> they rush over to give first aid. Um, since, of course, um, Nick is in med school Hey, Nick, you're the only one that can help him. So now, you know, he's getting a tourniquet on him. They're trying to, you know, keep him elevated, make sure he doesn't lose too much blood. To where initially, you know, everyone's like, fuck you, Nick, you ran him over. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? And he's like, no, I didn't. And, you know, I just went around to where. Yeah, he's trying to kind of talk himself into it at first, being like, no, I didn't hit him. I didn't do it. Like, you know. Yeah. Being like that. But then. So where now he thinks, okay, we stopped the bleeding here. We. For the most part, we need to go and get his arm to possibly get it back. So Nick, yeah, of course this isn't said verbally though. He just kind of <laughs> he just kind of gets up, shoots up, and runs, runs to get the arm. So he dives into the water, finds the arm to where now finally we see a shot of the shark. Yeah, of I think it was like a bull shark or something. Yeah, a little bull a, shark, a smaller shark, which is said to be a bull shark later on. Yeah, uh, but essentially he finds the arm, races back to the pier. Uh, shoots up the ladder and the bull shark tears the ladder off. Yep. Which usually in like a horror movie they would say like that's no normal shark. Like sharks can't do that. But I guess in this case they're all just normal sharks. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially after that now they have the arm. They get it on ice. They say he has about what was it three hours to go ahead and get it back and yep. reattach. And then they say how far away is the nearest hospital? Three hours. Yep. So they get everybody into the boat. Sarah, Nick, Maya, and uh, uh, Malik. Uh, but they tell everybody else to wait because they don't want anyone else holding them down. But yep. they need those main people. Uh, and then as they're going away, you see Malik's blood from his, you know, cut-off arm dripping in the water. Into the drain, yeah, out of the boat. And you see some sharks so, following. So, of course, yeah, as they're going, a bull shark. It was the same bull sharks that's following them. <clears throat> to where as they're going down, I guess, the lake. Maya ends up falling out. Yeah, essentially, same thing happens. Somehow the shark hits the boat and causes her to get flung off. Uh, Nick, super quick thinking, grabs a raft, throws it to her. She grabs on, tells Sarah to gun it because, of course, she can't get back in time. So might as well just try to escape as fast as they can. Mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately, Maya can't hold on. She gets hit by a shark, dragged off, and presumed dead. We never see anything, but, but presumed dead. Presumed dead, yeah. Yeah. And then of to where now, of course, which I thought this was a big BS part of the movie, to where now the throttle's jammed and the steering's jammed. I'm like, so for that, what I think they're trying to say is that because the you know the boat got hit by the shark, so what I think they're saying is that the the engine that the propeller system the shark hit because that's where everything's controlled. So both the steering and the throttle control got damaged during that. And when they turned around to go back for Maya, they got stuck in that position, so they weren't able to do anything. Yeah, it made sense. It's a stretch in 
it made sense to me that it was just all due to the shark's damage. I'm not. I'm no maritime um, expert, but if that's how it works, great. If not, shame on shame on you and shame on them. Hey, I'm no maritime experts or boat expert, as some people might say. It's a maritime law or whatever you're going for. I there. don't know what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Boats, water. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a big boat guy. But anyways, so we just had a catastrophic recording failure. Uh, the recorder that I use ran out of batteries. So bastard. Hopefully, we'll pick up where we left off. But of course, if we don't, then I'll put some editing mistake notes in there. Uh, but essentially, just go and pick up where I think we left off. Uh, they had just clashed, not clashed, crashed the boat mm-hmm. and has gone ahead and blown up. So now they have gone ahead and put Malik back into the uh, house, got him all stabilized. And here is where we have Blake going outside to go ahead and gain the attraction of uh, Dennis and Rhett. Yeah, so at this point, Blake goes outside. Um, we see our two antag- antagonists. See, I almost forgot that word. It's been forever since uh, since this happened. Well, no, I was going to say since taking English in high school. Oh, yeah. Protagonist, antagonist, whatever. Our two bad guys, Dennis and Red, to where Dennis, or sorry, to where um, Blake. God, I can't. Why? What is so hard about the name Blake? He looks like a Blake. I don't know. I keep thinking, like, anyways, I'm sorry. So here we are at our next part to where. Blake goes outside to confront our two antagonists, Dennis and Red, to where Blake points a gun at Dennis, or sorry, Red, oh my god, and Red almost does this move where, what, he just, not even really fights it off him, just almost rips it off his hand and points it at him. Yeah, he does like that uh, old school YouTube thing where that karate guy was like showing you how to quickly disarm somebody where you just double smack the gun and then you have it in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, so he goes ahead and does that, points it at Blake. Of course, he already fired both shots at the double barrel shotgun. Doesn't make sense. We already went over this. Sorry if I'm rushing through it. (laughs) But essentially now at this point, they go ahead and take them inside to check on Malik. Red, you know, acting pretty good. You know, he goes ahead and says, oh boy, this is like fucked up. We got to get that boy out of here or something like that. Yeah. And then Nick says, he can't be moved right now. He's in too unstable condition. We have to go ahead and, uh, you know, have you guys travel and get Meta back out here. Yeah. So where Dennis, he actually says, well, we need to go to, I think he said, some hospital like St. John's to where they have actual orthopedic surgeons that can be here in two hours. So now we think, okay, these guys are... Good guys. We don't, you know, we don't think they're scumbags like they were earlier. Yeah, like regardless of what happened earlier, now they're stepping up to the plate. Yeah. So now he says, okay, we're going to be going on the boat. Um, does anyone want to come with? To where Beth and Gordon go onto the boat saying, hey, you know, Beth really wants to go. Gordon's just going because Beth is going. He goes, hey, I need to keep an eye on her, you know, yeah, keep her safe. Earlier in the house, Beth kind of had a freak out where she started blaming Sarah, saying this is all your fault. You dragged us out here, like all this stuff. But, of course, now she's just like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. And, of course, Gordon doesn't trust these guys and wants to keep her safe. Yeah. Yeah. So now they leave and go out, I guess, into the middle of the lake, off somewhere. So now we kind of start figuring out, okay, something is up because now red is being weird. Like you said earlier, shining a flashlight at her chest. And they have all this computer equipment on board. Yep. So now... 
before we go ahead and get to the point where they, you know, kind of do that, uh, to stick with the editing that way, it's easier for me. I'm sorry. Uh, we go ahead and shoot back over to inside the house where uh, Blake and Malik are sitting there talking. And Blake is saying, don't worry, buddy. We'll get you back up on the football field, like all that stuff. Uh, he's like, I don't care about that. I'm just, you know, glad I'm still alive to propose to Maya. Uh, where Maya earlier, yikes, buddy. She's yeah. dead. To where now Blake, I guess, which I'm surprised he did, but he spilled the beans. Or I guess he didn't really spill the beans. He just kind of stayed quiet. He was just like, I'm so sorry, buddy, or yeah. something like that. And, of course, he finds out that she's dead. And I uh, wish that. Where is she? She's, uh. She was. She's. She what? She what? Look at me, Blake. Where's my. So sorry. Oh. Uh, and then outside, Sarah and Nick are talking about why she doesn't like Dennis, why she left this town, what happened. Uh, just a brief rundown. She went ahead and was his girlfriend. She He was the diving instructor to all the rich girls in the kind of area. Uh, during their relationship she broke up with him they still continued their diving uh sarah went ahead and dived underwater her regulator wasn't working she decided you know hey i need to share air with dennis that way we can both get back up he floated away said fuck you deal with it yourself basically tried to kill her yeah yeah so she shoots back up to the front gets in the boat hops in throttle up he's at the back propeller smashes his face open yeah and then she leaves for three years and now we're here yeah and then back over to the boat. Back over to the boat. Now we have the part where I guess we kind of start piecing things together of what's going on to where Dennis has a gun and now he's telling Gordon to get in the water. And also a big piece of information that we kind of left out earlier was they had this box that I guess sends off vibrations to where the sharks don't get near it. Yep. Yeah. Like red it... turns it off and now they're like. Yeah. Like it plays like a, a dog whistle to sharks to keep them away. Yeah. So now he turns that off, and then, of course, now they stop, and both characters are going, hey, why are we stopping here? And that's when Dennis tells Gordon, all right, get out of the boat. And he doesn't get out of the boat, disagrees, you know, I don't want to get out of the boat. To where he gets shot in the shoulder and ends up going to the water. To where this leads into the biggest bullshit part, I thought, was how Gordon swims over to this tree that is planted in the water, I guess is growing out of the water. Tries to jump up and tries to climb it, can't climb it. At this point, a shark jumps through the water almost like a dolphin, grabs him and brings him down and, of course, kills him. Yep. And in the lost audio recording, I explained how the sharks that just as a cursory research thing that I did for them don't really do that. They barely come out of the water to grab something that's a tiny bit above, uh, but they can't really jump that high. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes ahead and jumps back over to uh, Nick who is watching Malik standing in a shallow pool of water. Uh, basically, he has a spear in his one arm and is looking out just dead-eyed over the water and, you know, saying, I got to kill the shark, man. Take yeah. one of mine. I got to take one of theirs. Yep. Of course, Nick is going, hey, man, you know, no, like, this is stupid. Let's just get you in. But Malik's not having any part of that. He's going, hey, man, I got to kill this thing. 
Now he's in the water. We see a hammerhead, so now we're thinking, okay, this isn't the same shark right away. Yeah, immediately as the audience, we recognize that. Yeah. But of course, Malik, he's only had his arm torn off, and he hasn't seen it since. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So basically, we get to the, p- the part where they fight the shark, Nick and Malik. Not so much Nick. I guess Nick is in the water, but Malik ends up going underwater with the shark, stabbing it and killing it. They bring it onto the shore, and now we see it's a hammerhead to where Nick goes. That's not the same shark that I saw earlier. Yep. Yeah, and then with this, directly afterwards, Nick goes ahead and says, uh, you know, he's now got a missing... Or, no, sorry, Blake. I keep on fucking up his name as well. Uh, So, Blake goes ahead and says he's now got his arm torn off and all these hammerhead bites. I need to get him out of here. How fast is your wave runner? Which is a jet ski. Mm -hmm. So, essentially, at that point, Blake just ties... Malik to the back says, I'm going to get him out of here. You guys stay here and chill out the house. Yeah. And then we cut back over to the boat where? To where Dennis and Red are. They they don't really tell her why they're doing it, but they're in a part where now Red is setting up this computer equipment. Or sorry, I guess Dennis is setting up the computer equipment. No, Red is. Oh, that bastard. <laughs> I sorry, Red was the dumb one, so I assumed he wasn't setting it up. But Red, yeah, is, is setting up the computer equipment to where now we're looking at these sharks and these little cookie cutter sharks are swimming in this net. So their plan, obviously, is they're, they're going to throw Beth in there to get eaten. But, of course, she doesn't want to do that, ends up stabbing Red in the chest with a pocket knife that she took off him earlier. Of course, her attempt uh, was futile, didn't work. Gets thrown into the water with the cookie cutter sharks. And of course, like I explained in our lost audio file, probably the one of the worst ways to die in the movie. Getting little pieces of skin and chunks of you just nibbled off. Yeah, and like towards the end where you see her, you know, basically die due to blood loss or whatever happens to her. Yeah. Uh, you see like the sharks like eating into her, like, you know, going deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Which would just be horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, directly after that, they or not after, during, you also see Red filming it during the portion uh, directly to the computer. He has, like, a GoPro type setup. Uh, and here's where we kind of get the feeling that something weird is happening, like they're doing some shady shit. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have the part where uh, Blake, see, I almost forgot his name again, Blake is driving Malik, and now we see a bunch of fins coming out of the water, chasing after them. To where Malik, I guess, makes the ultimate sacrifice, unhooks himself from Blake, and says, hey, Blake, I ain't taking you with me. Jumps into the water, and of course is eaten by all the sharks in the water. To where Blake, instead of just making his getaway, kind of turns around, you know, goes, no, Malik. Then... Now, does he do a 360 or like a 180? He doesn't go back toward the water, toward the house. He goes, he actually does go toward open water. Yeah, it goes towards open water. Goes toward open water to where a shark leaps out of the water again, grabs Blake and bites him in half. Chomps him in half. Yeah. Right there. So essentially after that, now Sarah and Nick, they're the last people alive. They go ahead and gain a visitor in the form of a sheriff. Uh, the sheriff comes and they're like, oh good, Dennis and Red got, you know, to the medevac place you're here to help all that stuff 
uh, he's like, no, what the fuck's going on? Like, I just saw you guys were having a bonfire and, you know, wanted to come by and see what's going yeah, on. Of course, he's the hammerhead shark in the sand. And what yeah. the hell is that? It's like, what kind of fucking party are these kids having? <laughs> so essentially after that, they go into the house uh, off screen, or at least I didn't see it. Uh, the sheriff feeds Nick some soup out of his thermos that mm-hmm. is poisoned to put him to sleep. Uh, so he passes out. Him and Sarah go ahead and set him up on a couch. And then during that process, uh, he tells Sarah to go get, like, an ice pack or headache pills or something of that nature. A cold towel to bring him back. Yeah, cold towel. Or I think he says something, like, weird, like, oh, get him this, this, and this, and we'll bring this boy back to life or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's sleeping just like a little baby. All the stress probably just got to him. Hmm? Hey, Sarah Bear, why don't you do him a favor and go get a really cold towel, and we'll bring this boy back to life. And she goes to get it, overhears on the radio, Red is calling and saying, hey, do you have that bitch yet? Like, you know, we got to kill her and stuff like that. And uh, so she grabs a kitchen knife, goes to kill the sheriff. Just before, though, Dennis comes out of nowhere, shoots her with a trank gun. She goes down. Yeah. Perfect. So now both of our remaining protagonists are now separated into two separate areas sarah is on the boat with dennis and inside of a kind of like a fishing shed i'm not sure if it's the one attached to the house or not or where it is Uh, but essentially inside the shed the sheriff and the nick and nick the sheriff and nick are sitting there uh while nick is tied to a chair that's suspended above a pool of full of sharks yeah so at this point uh the sheriff starts explaining to nick and i guess to the audience what exactly is going on he asked Nick, you know, what is the highest viewed, as you explained best in the last one, the highest viewed show, highest rated show, yeah, with 20 says, million viewers. Yeah, he's like, what What show every single year has consistently high views, 20 million viewers, like all this stuff? He's like, Shark Week. That's right. So now he explains his uh, his business idea, which is to release a bunch of sharks into a lake, kill people, film it, and then go ahead and sell it on the internet. Basically, it's people who love Shark Week but want to see the the good stuff, yep. the, the dark web stuff, as so, I called it. As in our lost audio file, just to explain again, their profit plan is to film people getting killed by sharks. Step two is question mark, and number three is profit. It's foolproof. Yep, foolproof. Can't can't uh, can't get uh, fucked up there. Uh, but then, as I explained earlier, kind of a suspension of disbelief is that uh, these kind of redneck hillbillies in this town have gained the knowledge necessary to both uh, film and edit these videos and distribute them on the dark web, supposedly, mm-hmm. because, of course, you can't sell, you know, murder videos just anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So they go ahead and say this is while they're doing it. Of course, Dennis has a slightly different motivation, which is that he wanted to kill Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have Nick being dunked into the water, as you explained, and being brought back out. So now, as the sheriff is kind of toying with him, saying, well, what music do you want to listen to when you die? Nick is actually using a lighter behind his back to go ahead and burn through his plastic restraints. If there's something you'd rather listen to while you're dying, the sheriff takes requests. Got like some Guns N' Roses. What was that? Guns N' Roses, sheriff. You know what you're trying to do? You're making me love you. All right. It's working, yeah! And there was a part where, I guess not, it wasn't really a scuffle, where the sheriff knocked over some gasoline onto the wood of the uh, the deck to where once Nick has his hands free, 
throws the lighter onto the deck, ends up igniting the sheriff since he's standing right in the gas. He falls into the water to where Nick, of course, escapes his chair that he's in, closes the uh, the door or the hatch, and the sheriff gets eaten, which yep. is a fitting end for him. But And, of course, just before the sheriff is eaten, when he asks about the music, he says, uh, so what music do you want to listen to when you die? Nick's like, Guns N' Roses. He's like, trying to make you like trying to make me like you because it's working (laughs) (laughs) shit and then of course after nick goes ahead and escapes all that he is uh slightly cut on his leg that's about the extent of his injuries yeah but he Uh, sees the boat out correct just off dock he sees the boat and recognizes that's red and dennis's boat sarah must be on there i'm gonna go save her swims over yeah. yeah so of course once we get there um, we pass the part where, of course, Sarah tries to play Dennis. You know, hey, I've always loved you. And, of course, tries to steal his gun. He steals it back, which that part infuriated me because I was like, just freaking shoot him. But and, of course, good old Sherman. We know, oh, yeah, and, of course, Sherman. I almost forgot. Poor Sherman, the lab, gets thrown into the water, which I thought right there he'd be eating, but ends up, I guess, swimming off somewhere to safety. Yeah. As, as far as we know. As far as we know, it's it's kind of thought of that he just kind of treaded water this whole time and just was ignored by the sharks. Yeah. Which, you know, bullshit, but... Guess we'll forget we'll about it. that detail. Yeah. To where, okay, so now as they're about to lower Sarah into the water, um, Nick takes Red hostage with the train gun and... Of course, Dennis, being the uh, mastermind villain, doesn't care, ends up throwing a knife and killing Red or hitting him in the chest so he falls into the water. A fight ensues now to where Sarah, I guess, is... Oh, sorry, I'm I'm jumping ahead of myself. To where Dennis is thrown into the water. He releases the cage or the pin that's holding the cage to where they both go into the water. Now, of course, the fight continues underwater where Nick, Dennis, and Sarah are down there. The great wake shark is shown right in the background. So now at this point, Sarah ends up holding Dennis, I guess, by his head or something or by his hair. I think just by his arm. Is it by his arm? I thought she was like holding him by his head. And that's why he kind of lets go of Nick to where the great white swoops down and kills Dennis in the crossfire. Yep. But of course, it's a very short relief period because now the great white is going after Sarah. Yeah. So as the Great White is chewing through the cage, which I still don't think is a thing, right? The nope. Great White's will just... Yeah, it, it's complete, cl- completely made of steel. It's, yeah. it's not going to break like that. So but, as yeah. the Great White is chewing through the cage, trying to eat Sarah, Nick ends up going up to the top to where Sherman has a freaking air gun in his mouth, gives it to Nick, swoops down, blows the head off the shark, and saves Sarah and gives her CPR up top. Yep, yeah, brings her up top, gives her CPR, she wakes up, and then goes ahead and kisses Nick. So it's kind of the happy ending as we see the girl, the dog, and the main guy are all safe. Of course, all the other friends and kids have all died. Yeah. Uh, But I... Oh, and then, of course, at the very end, CGI Shark jumps out to lead us into the credits. Yeah. Yeah. But as... I just finished this with our last audio file. Uh, we kind of raced through that last part of the movie. I'll be completely honest. To be honest, we weren't very well, excited about having to come back. And I was going to say, I, it felt raced, but if you think about it, the ending was almost exactly how I described it. I mean, it really was just this, just this fight. The Great White attacks them. No, I just meant through the whole back half of the movie. Oh, okay. Just, I was about to say, the ending was pretty accurate, in my opinion. Yeah, the ending we went through perfectly. It's just yeah. after the, the, the boat being 
dragged into the the gas station and blown up. Yeah. We had to redo everything past that point. So if it seems a little bit rushed, that's why. Of course, just to go into our kind of end, you know, discussion there. Uh, both of us thought this movie was better than what it was originally rated as, which was four out of ten on IMDb, nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and twenty two percent on Metacritic. Uh, both of us think it's better than that, but maybe I, a lot better. Yeah, so first of all, I guess I'll give mine first this time. I gave mine a 6 out of 10 just because, sure, I agreed um, that, you know, to me, parts look very low budget, but the fact that, you know, they did have a... See, now it sounds like I'm kissing ass here because now you're telling me who the cast was, and I'm like, oh, wait, I know those guys. They had a pretty good cast. Um, they made some money from the box office, which I was surprised about. I thought something like this would have took a loss, but now, like I said, now I just sound like an asshole, you know, being cynical about this movie. But after watching it, I, I do agree with you. It was very good, you know. It wasn't, you know, like we were using a comparison of Jaws. It wasn't Jaws, but definitely I would go a couple notches under Jaws, to which for me, a 6 out of 10 seems fair. Yep. Yeah, and, and definitely... For you, for how you perceive it. For me, it holds a bit of memories. This is one that I, you know, watched when it came out on DVD. It was one that I liked then. I like now. Uh, me, personally, I really like this movie. It's an 8 out of 10 on my scale. I'll just jump straight to the rating. Uh, I think the cast was great for the time period. All of these people went on to do bigger and better things. Sarah Paxton, of course, uh, I think either just previous to this or just after this, uh, remade Last House on the Left, which is a iconic horror movie. Uh, she went ahead and did Aquamarine, a bunch of kid movies, stuff like that, to kind of round out her career. Uh, as of right now, not too much. Kind of the same for all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, weirdly enough, the biggest star is one who's not a main character, uh, Joel David Moore. Yeah. Yeah. So Joel David Moore, of course, Avatar, all these horror movies, Hatchet, uh, Dodgeball, baby. Dodgeball. He, he's the person with the biggest career and probably the brightest future out of this cast yeah yeah uh but of course i i thought the writing was great it subverted a lot of horror movie tropes where you know it's all about just naked college girls and gore and stuff like this uh, throughout this entire movie the worst that you see for gore is the arm yeah yeah everything else is you know either on a shitty tv screen for like the cookie cutter shark scenario or just not that bad yeah but with that just kind of finish it up. Me, 8 out of 10. You, 6 out of 10. Yeah. Both of us think it was rated way too low. Uh, but with that, it's something to where I always recommend. Go ahead, watch for yourself. It's included with Netflix. Just sign up for your Netflix subscription, order it on Amazon, whatever you want to do. Just watch it. It's a really quick watch, as we were saying in our lost audio uh it's only an hour and 20 minutes and mm -hmm. it speeds up a lot after the first 20 or 30 minutes yeah yeah uh, but with that definitely thank you guys so much for watching continue to comment leave some recommendations for movies in the future because you know it's a lot easier to get some recommendations on what to watch than have to go into the memory banks to find one that we like yep great but with that definitely thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your day